0: Hi everyone, and welcome to Mina Herbin talking here. Today I have the lovely Kevin Atterbury from Seattle. Hi, Kevin. How are you?
1: I'm great, thank you.
0: How are you doing these days with COVID and vaccine and all the lovely stuff that we've been going through?
1: Well, I, I, I'm happy to say that uh, I am fully vaccinated now, so that, that there's a good thing. Um, as far as COVID itself, it's been a it's it's been a long haul and, and not a very productive one um, for me. Yeah, uh, I, 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 it's been hard to be creative. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Fortunately, I've had you know things to do. I've con- had contracts to fulfill, and in the meantime, I didn't have to come up with anything new. But yeah I mean it's okay i'm I'm ready for it to be over. I'm ready to spend some time with real people
0: well, first of all, congratulations on getting completely vaccinated. I am fully vaccinated too, and I hey. and I talk about it all the time and uh to the point that my kids um are like, <laughs> "Yes, we know it, Mom, you are fully vaccinated <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, you know it you just said something that made me um super jealous because you said that you had contract work and I love that about the fact that you're also not only an author illustrator but you're also an illustrator and um, when you are an author illustrator you probably have well you have to come up with your own ideas and you said it was hard and it was it was a blessing to have some sort of contract work in the background. So you could, would you, would you like to talk about that a little bit?
1: Well, it's just, I've, um I've been working on i um, I'm illustrating a series of books. Actually I'm working on the final book right now of a four book series uh, mm. of uh, early chapter books. Um, and uh, um, uh, the second one just came out. Uh, I think, was, yeah, just a couple months ago, and the third one comes out this fall, and the fourth one will come out next year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, after that, I've, I've got a pretty uh, empty plate. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kept me busy. I mean, that's I haven't. I mean, I haven't written anything mm-hmm. in the past year. Anything mm-hmm. worth worth sharing with anybody?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Yeah. It was very hard for me to also uh, make something out of uh, scratch and yeah i had spurts of um totally not wanting to do anything and then writing a couple of books at the same time oh, so I can do that
1: <laughs> i have a i have a hard time with uh doing more than having you know doing working on two separate projects at the same time well that I, this is I'm yeah to, go ahead i'm trying to overcome it now i it, because i i have a, a stack of ideas. None of them, uh, you know, are, are completely fleshed out and, and, uh, I've got nothing to send my agent, but, um, but I'm, I'm trying to, to because if, I, if I work on one project and I, and I, um, and I get stalled, mm-hmm. um, then, in, you know, usually I'm just stalled and I, I will, you know, get on the internet. But if I have multiple manuscripts I'm working on, which I I'm trying now, Um, then if I get stalled on one, I jump to the other one. And, um, Mm -hmm. and so it's, it's, but (laughs) again, nothing worth sharing at this point. Yeah,
0: it works. It works, um, for me because I, not only do I get bored of it, but I, but I also get frustrated and then I start not seeing the forest for the trees. So I just leave it and then I come back and then I can edit them better. So that may, that may also be something that may happen to you as you will see when you start working on different projects, which you already probably know.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, definitely stepping, stepping away from something um, makes a difference. I mean, I've always found that anyways, but with one project, but uh, now I have, uh, you know, two or three projects I can step away from.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Exactly <laughs> so um remember about eight nine years ago i i'm i'm absolutely we're gonna get to many things today, <laughs> I hope, but I'm absolutely in love with your monsters, oh thank you, As so much so that i uh was writing i wrote something thinking about your monsters and i sent you the manuscript and we were trying to um you and you, and you did a couple of um spreads you were so generous with your time it was called fluffy bunny yeah. and i sent it around and i, <laughs> and I couldn't sell it <laughs> yeah. but oh my gosh, I, I
1: can't remember anything about it but um yeah Yeah, it was still.
0: I I still want you want us to do something, and I still want it. Maybe maybe I'm better now. Maybe I can edit the manuscript, and maybe we can have that out one day. Who knows? Gosh,
1: that was a long. That that must been you know close to ten years ago, right?
0: Yep. Yep, it was a long time ago. It was almost a decade ago. Oh my gosh! Now we have to. Okay. I told my husband to have turned off the the phone. (laughs) Let me do this. Uh, I would love to. uh, One day, uh, do a book with you because I'm absolutely in love with um, all the work that you do, and of course your monsters. Um, I want to ask you: When did you start um, writing, or creating, uh, or drawing as a as an author? Well, you know, as a a, as an illustrator.
1: That's a that's a question um, I I really really um, I get a lot, but I really love it because. Um, if you think back in your lifetime and try to remember the earliest memory you have, I mean, just what's the earliest memory? Was it, you know, being tucked into bed? Or whatever? my earliest memory that I can think back on, and I, yeah, I don't know, mm-hmm. have this for a fact. I don't know this for a fact, but uh, mm-hmm. there's one of two two things that I can remember. Just as being the youngest, smallest kid in the world um, mm-hmm. was uh, being in bed with the mumps, and I had to be about four or so. Mm. And, uh, um, you know, isolated in my room. And I had this board game, this Felix the Cat board game, I think it was. And mm. I remember, and I had crayons and I remember, and paper. And I remember trying to draw at four years old. I remember trying to draw Felix the Cat. And so that's my earliest. I mean, I've always drawn and always loved drawing. Mm-hmm. And and I've always loved books. And then actually, I, I've i really wanted to make stories and, and pictures and stories, as um you know since i started school since kindergarten i bet uh i it's something i've always wanted to do um mm-hmm. i didn't mm-hmm. get to pursue it as a as a career really till um you know much later in life um but uh, it's something it's always it's something that's always been in the back of my mind and something i i kind of tried to do you know you know as early as you know 13 14 15 and then 18 19 20 in college and then, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah, eventually you had to grow up and, and make a living, too. And and I, I never really considered that I could make a living doing this. And uh, it's, it's still still not considering that. But um, <laughs> but uh, it's just something that's it's it's not I can't tell you when it started because it's always it's kind of always been there. I've always, always loved
0: stories. and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, So you want to um, talk about the fact that, well, you were apparently artistic and you were drawing at such an early age. Um, how did that, um, how, how did um, your career shape? How, what did you study and where did you, where did you end up okay. to begin with?
1: Well, I, I, uh, I went to college um, as a uh, fine art major.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: um, after a couple of years at college, I decided a degree in fine art was not going to make me a fine artist and mm-hmm. uh, I quit college and took a job driving a forklift. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a natural progression <laughs> but it was for a large uh, fortune 500 company and uh, eventually I was uh, talked my way into the corporate offices at, into the graphic design uh, program even though I I, I kind of didn't really have a, a, much of a, a background in graphic design but Mm-hmm. Um, I was able to get in there and, and learn a lot on the job. And I worked you know, in the corporate world in graphic design for a number of years before, uh, before the Reagan years. And I was laid off and um, started my own company, mm-hmm. my own graphic design company. And so mm-hmm. it's always been, I've always been very visual. Um, and of course, you know, having a, a graphic design company, I, I always tried to Convince my clients that they need a you need an illustration with that because <laughs> I was always trying to work in the illustrations wherever I could and I you know I had illustration work too but most of my money came from graphic design
0: that's very smart <laughs> yeah
1: and then eventually I got caught up in the um in the dot-com uh business and and uh left you know gave up my my design design company and um which was stupid because uh the dot-com industry you know Took a dive, or at least many of the companies did, and uh, so mm-hmm. and um, so yeah, so and then as far as children's books,
0: um, so for the dot com, um, pardon me for yeah, interrupting, sure. for the dot com industry, you mean that you started designing websites and and so on? Uh, Is that no, I rec- I no,
1: I went for no. I went to work for um, some dot com companies, and I was doing animation. Mm-hmm. And you oh. know, helping develop mm-hmm. uh, uh, content for their sites. You know, one was an educational uh, company. One was um, like animated uh, greetings, mm-hmm. and, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, there was a million of them out there. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but basically, okay. yeah, it was it was mm-hmm. an opportunity for me to use my um, to use my uh, my my skills and um, and uh, right. and do fun stuff. And you know, I had a, uh, I, I actually got in there. And I think you know this that um I designed Clippy the paperclip.
0: Right. And, uh, yes, let's talk talk uh, about that <laughs> for our audience because um uh, Clippy is turning how many years now?
1: Ah, uh, gosh, it's <laughs> um well at least 20 uh, 25 years now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I designed at least Yeah,
1: Clippy in in the uh mid 90s um and mm-hmm. uh you know, he ended up going on to hundreds of millions of computers uh, all around the world, and you know, annoying hundreds of millions of people every day, <laughs> which there's a, an odd amount of pride in. Um, and uh, yeah, and so I you mean, know, I learned, I, I you know, developed some animation uh, skills and uh, um, character design and and stuff like that, uh, doing a bunch of stuff for Microsoft. And so when I left mm-hmm. Microsoft, that's when I. Uh, or and I wasn't working for Microsoft. I was contracting. I was still had my design company, and I was contracting mm-hmm. doing all all these uh, uh, these projects with for Microsoft. And um, and that's why mm-hmm. I eventually gave up all my other clients is because Microsoft was the first, probably you know, jump into into the dot com business for me. Um, and yeah, and I just yeah,
0: and op- that's a big client. It, yeah. it
1: was, and it you know, and Clippy has opened a lot of doors for for me for over the years i mean it's really it's funny because when i when i first created them i thought uh um you know people hated them they, they just hated them um and i I'd, I'd left after i had created them i left microsoft i you know i'd been contracting there for a number of years and i i, was, I just needed a, a break and um so but i you know i ne- i never included uh i never included um Clippy in my resume or my portfolio or anything because I (laughs) I was embarrassed of him uh, until I realized what widespread he had and and how notorious he was. I mean, everybody knew who he was. Whether you you know you loved loved him or hate him, uh, you knew who he was. Most people hate him. Everyone
0: around the world knows Clippy. Yeah, and uh, you should be proud of having having him, whether he. Whether whether Clippy annoys us or not, not everybody you're listening to this podcast, if you have any
1: complaints (laughs) uh,
0: I'm gonna give Kevin's address and you can go over to
1: that. Let's let's be clear here. Let's be clear. I only designed the character. I did not design the functionality.
0: that is a cute character, it is a cute, character. regardless yeah, yes. i mean it was it was
1: chosen out of two hundred and sixty different characters that we worked up, and uh, well there you go, so, you know, yeah. there you go, yeah
0: a, a winner a winner <laughs> uh, yeah anyway. a winner on many levels it, it was so it,
1: it's been, yeah it's been great it's a I, I love how uh, I love how um, uh, ubiquitous he is on the on the internet, too, I mean whenever anything with Clippy comes up or whether it's on, you know, the tonight show or, or whatever, people always are sending the Clippy, Clippy uh, uh, memes.
0: <laughs> yeah. I encourage. But, you know, again, back to getting his address on. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> um, so walk us through um, going from Clippy to the first book that you illustrated or the first book scene that you okay. got into well the
1: um i i actually had had done some some educational books which I, you know you can't find anywhere and i don't even know if i have copies of them um years ago so that was my first you know you know jump into books but uh as far as mm-hmm. trade books um mm-hmm. about uh 2005 i got my first uh trade book um and uh, mm-hmm. and then I got a, a few of them all at once, and I but they were just illustration. I mean, I was just the illustrator; I didn't write them or anything. And mm-hmm. um, uh, it just it just started coming, and uh, I you know mm-hmm. uh, I had one that uh, that's you know sold almost a million copies, which is uh, um,
0: which it, one was that? It was
1: uh, Tickle Monster. Uh, mm-hmm. It was written by uh, Josie Basset. And it still sells. I mean, I still you mm-hmm. know, see royalty—you know—small royalty checks every every quarter. You know, I just kind of—I fell into it, and and actually, by the time that Tickle Monster came out, now and, and and I'm going to get a little dark, little uh, well, little, uh, heavy here for a second. This is about t- 2008, is when Tickle Monster came out, and mm-hmm. um, I worked for a dot com and and left at in like 2006 and for the next 2 years i was just you know i i was just kind of working on my books and i i couldn't get my design clients back because i'd given them up and they you know developed uh, new relationships with other other designers and so i was really trying to figure out what to do and i had you know i had like i had some some work to do and everything but um uh and i had a studio in downtown seattle and uh for years and um but then my wife got sick, and uh eventually um i had to come i had to move home in two thousand and eleven I think I moved home because she got she got uh sick and I had to come home and be her caretaker caregiver
0: by moving home you mean you You wanted to work from home. Yeah, yeah. My give up your office. Yeah, I gave
1: up my studio Mm -hmm. in Seattle and and Mm -hmm. uh, and moved it all home because I I had to be here for her. Mm -hmm. She couldn't do things Mm -hmm. on her own. She was. uh, Um, and um, and when I had done that, I mean, uh, when I did that, when I moved home, uh, you know, I was there's, I really couldn't have any, you know, design clients or anything. Um. I couldn't go out to call on them and they couldn't come see me. And I know everything's done digitally and electronically now, but I mean, it's, there's still a lot of, you know, in-person kind of stuff you have to do. So, but the one thing I could do, you know, in, in 2008 or 2009, 2010 is, is I could, uh, uh, you know, work on children's books. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. and I, I think I came home in 2010. I moved my studio home. Um, and so I did, I worked on uh, children's books and, uh, Uh, you know, took care of my wife and uh, worked on children's books and eventually started selling some. And, uh, I got a new agent in, uh, 2013 and she's been awesome. And she, you know, sold the first thing I gave her right away in a two book deal. And, but so I, you know, that was nice. I was, I was making money and, uh, working from home, you know, Well, it's
0: hard to, it's hard to, uh, when, you know, something happens in life, which, which actually brings me to the next question, which I was going to ask you, uh, is that you were having your partner, your wife became ill. And I don't know if you mind me saying that. No, that's fine. What? she became, I'm, I know that she became ill with Alzheimer's. Right. Am I right? That's correct. I yeah. correct. Yep. Yes. And Alzheimer's is a very, uh, unfortunately becoming a wide um, disease or illness. Yeah. And some of us at some point or the other have been touched by it everybody's been
1: touched by it at at one point or another, or they will be touched by it. It's a, I mean, it's something that I really um, for, Mm -hmm. for, for Mm -hmm. years afterwards, I, I was, you know, I, I raised awareness and funds for the Alzheimer's Mm -hmm. association. I was like Mm -hmm. the, uh, in the top 10 in in the, in the country is of individual fundraisers for the walk. I mean, I just, I I really poured myself into it. I've, I've taken a break the past couple of years. But yeah, I mean it's it's important mm-hmm. and uh it's a horrible terrible disease and it's um people mm-hmm. think it's for the elderly and it's not. It's I mean, well mm-hmm. it is of course, but I mean it hits my wife is 52 and she she uh got it. And, and it's
0: and, very young. Yeah. She, very young yeah, and and she
1: she died mm-hmm. in uh 2016 from it and um
0: mm-hmm.
1: but mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I the, the uh, I, uh, i i just loved uh the last years i had with her um it was horrible it was awful but i loved uh you know being her care- caregiver and and uh and taking
0: yeah her. you you had thrown yourself um completely um taking care of her and also raising awareness uh fundraising i remember yeah and also um trying to stay creative i want to ask you did it become some sort of a turning point how did it affect your creativity uh would you like sure to talk about any learning moment yes. yeah
1: i don't know if the creativity helped me cope with it but it helped me i mean okay. that's just it's just what I had to do, I had to, you know, I had to make a living. And, um, mm-hmm. uh, so, um, but the fact that I was, and I'm going to use this term loosely trapped at home. Um, mm-hmm. and the only thing I could do was kids books, which is what I really wanted to do anyways. I, uh, you know, I, I really poured myself in, into this industry. Um, I, I developed this new sense of, uh, of, Uh, that sounds corny too, but I really developed a new sense of love and devotion that I uh, had not experienced earlier in, in our relationship. I mean, Mm -hmm. not not that, I mean, it was just, it was, it it was a completely different kind of, of it. I mean, it wasn't husband and wife kind of love and devotion. It was just this, Oh my God, this person I care about so much. Um, And I don't Mm -hmm. know. I mean, it, well, you know what, my last book that I wrote that came out uh, a year or two ago called ghost cat
0: um that was i love it i want to yes i wanted to talk about it go ahead that
1: was actually inspired um by uh um by my wife's passing obviously
0: Mm -hmm. um of course
1: yes and uh uh it's the sweetest book oh thank you and it's (laughs) it's a you know I, i say it's about It's about loss and it's about uh, moving on after loss. And it's really and uh, people people uh, mistakenly call it a a book about grief, but it's not about grief at all. It really is about hope and, and, uh, uh, you know, positivity and and um, and but, you know, moving on to new things, but never giving up what you had in the past. And
0: oh, yeah, that's what I got from it.
1: Yeah,
0: it's about hope and moving on. Right. coping and
1: but, it, um, but it's not going on it's not a replacement yeah. for what was before no I, no. I, I think that hopefully it comes across really clear in the
0: oh it came across yeah. to, it was gorgeous <laughs> uh, yes thank
1: you yeah it, it got a lot it, <laughs> yeah. it got a lot of good reviews and um, yeah. I, it was just a completely different um, art style for me
0: yeah tell me about that because you know you went into a different kind of style there yeah
1: I totally well first of all how did that come I'm gonna, about? I'm going to give you a little background on where the story came from first. Please, please. <laughs> um, when when Terry was uh, before uh, before Terry died, we had this cat, this black cat uh, that uh, um, uh, it it showed up at our house, uh, you know, years and years ago. And um, my wife was going to feed it, and I go, I told her if she feed it, it's going to stick around, and but she fed mm-hmm. it anyway, so we ended up having a cat it stuck around <laughs> and uh i was we had it for about 12 years and it died um probably you know a good five or six years into terry's dementia and which was hard because she loved that cat and you know and she didn't really do much during the day with with uh, um alzheimer's you know she would <laughs> you know her big thrill for the day was to watch ellen uh and uh but otherwise she'd sit on the couch right. and, and play with the cat uh was you know um but then the cat died and it was um and i had to explain that to her over and over over because uh, mm-hmm. you know they forget um and uh and i you know i we we buried it and everything and and it just was an important part to her and um <laughs> excuse me as i um and after she died, um, I would, and, a, and actually even before she died, I would see, and I still do, I see uh, in my peripheral vision, I see things darting and I'm sure it's just a, a, a biological trick on, on your brain or something like that. Or maybe it's my hair flipping or whatever. But I, I, I noticed, you know, things moving out of the, my really extreme peripheral vision. And so I used to say, um. Uh, there's a, I have a ghost, I have a, a ghost cat in my house and mm-hmm. uh, I can never find it. And uh, then I st- thought, Oh, well that would make a great book. So I started thinking about it and started writing ghost cat. And mm-hmm. uh, I showed it to my, um, and I didn't, you know, it's just, I it about this kid that had a, a a ghost cat in his house. And I, I really didn't know where the story was going or anything. And mm-hmm. I showed it to my critique groups and um, they said, Oh, Kevin, this is, uh, this is your story. And was, well, yeah, well, of course it's my story. And they go, no, this is, mm-hmm. this is your story. Uh, mm-hmm. and I started thinking about it and I go, oh my God, they're right. This is my story. Um, and so it became really imperative f- for me to get it just right. I mean, I just, I, I, I kind of knew what exactly what I wanted to happen. And, uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, mm-hmm. I did. And, I you know, and it, and I love it. I, I think it's, you know, I, I, I just uh, adore that story. And I, I'm so happy with it.
0: It is gorgeous. Thank it's you. a gorgeous book. Yeah. And um, I hope that everybody who is listening to us runs out and buys it. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> and then they run out to your house for Clippy. <laughs> yeah.
1: if, they, if, they, if they come with a copy of Ghost Cat, I will, I, will, I, will, I will take care of them. Okay. Yeah.
0: Bring a copy of Ghost Cat. Yeah have Kevin sign it for you. And then you can, you can give your gripes about. That's right. (laughs) And I will
1: sit and listen patiently.
0: (laughs) So uh, tell us what is a typical day of creating for you these days? I mean, you know, Uh, everything that's uh, (laughs) been going on. (laughs) Well,
1: I I will tell you, I'll I'll tell you um, how it generally is. And, and, and then, uh, a Bridget for, uh, COVID, you know, I used oh my to, God. <laughs> I used to yeah. get up every morning, uh, at five, you know, five thirty. I still try to get up at five thirty every morning. Um, mm-hmm. just, wow. I just, you know, I just, <laughs> I figure you get a good start on the day and I, but I used to, um, get up and I'd get, you know, showered and I, you know, take care mm-hmm. of everything and I, I, you know, get dressed and, uh, and I'd start working. I, you know, would treat it like a job, even though I was here and being a caretaker and and whatever else, Mm -hmm. but I Mm -hmm. would get in front of my computer or I would, um, you know, uh, sit at a table with a a pencil and paper Um, Mm -hmm. and I'd work and I'd try to do things. And I was, uh, and I, I was, I was pretty productive. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, because you work for yourself and, and uh, you know, you have other Mm -hmm. things to do. I, I would. I would work till, you know, nine o'clock at night. But when I tell people that they go, wow, that's crazy. Why I go, well, you know, it's not like I work all day. I mean, it's just, I'm mm-hmm. not doing, having lunch. I'm, you know, out kicking around in the yard or I'm running to the store or whatever, you know, I just, but I will keep working. I'll keep going back and forth back to my, my, uh, you know, computer or back to my drawing table um, all mm-hmm. day long working on stuff. And, uh, but it's not, I mean, it's just, those would be, you know, nine o'clock, it was about the time I'd stop. Right. Um, I mean, for sure. Mm -hmm. I may have stopped at, you know, (laughs) three hours earlier, and just been pretending to work. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Um, Yeah. And.
0: I, I understand. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I'm unique in that. I think I think a lot of people in the in the creative industry work that way.
0: Yeah, but it's good for people who are listening to us who want who want to listen about creativity, people who create and yeah. a creative life. I think it's, it's fantastic that you're bringing it up. Yeah. yeah. Well, yes, go ahead. Yeah.
1: Now, during mm-hmm. um, COVID, things changed, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> uh, I once. You know, first of all, here's the silly part. I worked from home. I mean, I never moved my studio out of the house, even after Terry had died and everything. But I worked from home, right? We, you know, mm-hmm. most of us most mm-hmm. of us do. And so, but when they had the lockdown and or the stay-at-home order, I felt incensed. I go, oh, my gosh, now I have to stay at home. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, you're staying at home every day anyways, for crying out loud. But uh, mm-hmm. still... <laughs> still I felt oh man this is terrible we're all everybody's you know and but
0: yeah I mean right me too I was like no you can't you can't we can't go out anymore and and then I'm thinking to myself well I mean come on I used to go out like only <laughs> twice a week right right is <laughs> so, horrible so we felt... I'm going out uh-huh. so why am I so frustrated <laughs> now but yeah right yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah
1: so now um I still get up about 5 30 every day but this is mm-hmm. and this is what I've uh, I've taken to I get up and i uh i have you know the coffee uh you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: made in the morning and i
0: thank god for coffee yeah I,
1: I get a cup of it and i go get right back in bed and i get on my mm-hmm. ipad and i start reading the mm-hmm. news and and listening to the news for uh, god i hate to say it sometimes you know a couple hours mm-hmm. and uh or a pot of coffee whichever this first <laughs> mm-hmm. and um you know so and and then i i get up and i and i it's, I'm most days I don't you know really get showered and dressed and you know until after after afternoon. Um, Mm -hmm. and uh, and but I'll and I'll but and I think that may be affecting my that may be why I'm not getting as much done too is that because I'm not (laughs) no I'm serious that because I I maybe I'm not treating it I'm I'm not treating it as as with the kind of you know respect and 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 uh that I should I mean I should be up and I, I and then you know i i just i i tried it today for the first time i got up you know got showered got dressed and uh and i and i did get more work done and maybe it's all psychosomatic maybe i'm just talking myself into it
0: it is, it is it is like it is psychological yes. and you know you're finally fully vaccinated yeah there's some psychological effects on all of us yes. about that like okay get your behind together Mina. you know yeah. you can do this yeah, we, <laughs> stop moping around the house yeah. so I, I can relate i can relate to what you're saying and i've been talking to so many uh, different of our colleagues uh, and they're they're all in the same boat yeah. <laughs> we're now we got to get back out there yeah well it's so. going to it's
1: going to you know i really think by uh, the end of the summer that we'll be back to some kind of a normal yes you know, this that. Well, I mean, we'll yes. never be the same normal again. But
0: yeah, but. I mean, no, I mean, what is normal anyway? Like you and I have never been normal. I've been watching <laughs> you for the past ten years. <laughs> well, I, I, I've yeah,
1: I've never, but, I've never planned yeah. to be normal either. In fact, um,
0: normal.
1: I had a, yeah. I had a greeting card company in
0: yeah the
1: late '90s and early 2000s, um mm-hmm. and it was called Odd Is Good. Mm. So why do so, normal? Oh yeah.
0: But, well, yeah, there's no normal and all of this has informed us a lot about life, all of what this been going on. Yeah. Oh, with all the stuff that was going on last year. Yeah, and So, yeah.
1: <laughs> Go ahead.
0: I'm curious to ask you about the, you know, when you were in school in the fine arts school, you were not you were not ever that far away from, from the arts, you know, cause you, uh, even though you did do a little bit of, a fur driving, <laughs> you were always up and around the art world. And I want to ask you what medium was your favorite then? What did you start and where, what are you, what are you on now? Um, what medium? Do you, what I
1: is? was probably most known for, I mean, I, I did a, a, uh, a, a lot of pen and ink stuff i mean just mm-hmm. tons and tons of pen and ink stuff uh mm-hmm. and i um i was slow to come to color i mean i color always terrified color still terrifies me and now and then i, I worked my way in that i did a, a lot of colored pencil and watercolor stuff uh and uh pastels and oil pastels and it, this is in my illustration work you know doing stuff for clients and stuff like that uh, mm-hmm. Doing stuff for myself, it was. Um, I pretty much would go back to ink or ink and colored pencil, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know, watercolor at times uh, or acrylics at times. But you know, mostly probably uh, the soft medias like pencil. And now, now I'm almost exclusively. I mean, really, like ninety percent, ninety five percent digital, which mm. is great. I love it. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I almost have forgotten how to draw, you know, traditionally. And I haven't forgotten mm. how. I mean, it's just I'm out of practice. I don't I don't do it enough. And uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's just so much easier to get on the computer and draw on the computer. Um, mm-hmm. And I used to fill, I mean, used to, you know, fill a couple of sketchbooks every year at least. Mm. And, you know, I don't think I have filled a, a sketchbook for you know, in the past year and a half or so.
0: Hmm, uh, interesting. Hmm.
1: And uh, I, you know, I, I really, I need to become more disciplined or, uh, and about that. I need to, I need to really work on my traditional writing or traditional drawing chops again. I um, I mean.
0: But why, but why do you, why do you think you need to do that? I mean, uh, oh, is it because you miss it? Yeah, or I miss it. it? I, I love it. And it I, I, informs your work
1: here's here i mean
0: yes all of that
1: i mean the i think that Mm -hmm. um i think the thing that that bothers me most about it about not Mm -hmm. being able to do it is because i'm not able to do it i mean i can't be just like sitting i mean i would i would have a sketchbook with me everywhere whether i was at the doctor's office you know in the waiting room Mm -hmm. or at a restaurant or at a bar or whatever i'd always if i felt like sketching i would sketch Mm -hmm. and um and there's times i want to do that and i and i pull out my sketchbook and I got nothing I mean hmm. it's just I mean I don't I'm not in I'm not as uh, uh, what's the word I, I don't even know what the word is I'm not um,
0: oddly I can totally understand what you yeah. mean and I'll tell you my version go no, ahead that's that's yeah. it it's
1: pretty much it I just I, I can my... not I can't just do it on the fly anymore
0: yeah and I don't know why because here's what happens to me this is the weirdest thing. So I've been writing on my laptop more and more since the 90s, uh-huh. right? And I used to have notebooks. Like you keep your sketchbooks. I, I keep my notebooks and I have stacks of them three times my height. <laughs> so, right, yeah. uh, even though I'm short <laughs> and so many of them that, Never made it to America from Iran, because yes. can you imagine you <laughs> carrying like oh. three suitcases of notebooks? <laughs> so I can not write poetry unless I'm using paper and pen. Really? Yeah. That's- <laughs> and then, and then I started. And then I finish like the first or or second draft. And then I'm like, okay, you know, I can't do this. I have to put this on the computer and start editing it. Uh, And then it doesn't go well. Yeah. And then I I have this tug of war between what am I doing here? What am I doing there? I really think that if there hasn't been studies done, which I'm sure it has been, I just haven't read about it, I think something happens in our brain <laughs> when we I, when we're connected I, I to think, these things. I
1: think I absolutely think you're right. I, I think it's the same way, and um, you're you know writing on in with pencil pencil and paper
0: mm-hmm.
1: is mm-hmm. the same as um, me doing sketches because I know this mm-hmm. isn't the finished work. I'm just sketching and blah 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 blah. I don't mm-hmm. care. And I mm-hmm. think we have this. Uh, we don't care as much. I can't, I can't think of the word I'm thinking of.
0: No, but, I know, I know exactly what yeah. you mean, though. Yes, it's oh. a, it's
1: another thing. Like if I have you know some really fine like watercolor paper that I'm going to do a drawing on, I mm-hmm. I, I get too careful because I don't want to waste it or whatever. And uh, right, yeah. And, whereas if I'm drawing mm-hmm. on the back of a placemat, paper placemat at a restaurant, I can just go to town and you know make something really brilliant. So
0: right. I got to
1: figure out how to channel those in the right the right places know,
0: me, too. me too It's <laughs> it's
1: weird yeah it is
0: it's weird how that happens and but it does happen to you too so it's interesting how does writing and illustrating a book is different than being asked to illustrate a book written by another author
1: well, uh, first of all, you get twice as much money
0: <laughs> <laughs> when you write, when you write um, <laughs> and illustrate.
1: Second, and you have this and a real sense of ownership. When I illustrate uh, someone else's mm-hmm. book, I mm-hmm. um, and it comes out, I will rarely do a, a book launch. I it, it's funny, I, I don't feel a sense of ownership. Uh, when I illustrate mm. somebody else's book, although, uh, sure? of course I should. And, and you know, I, I, mm-hmm. I, I contributed a large part to it, but it still mm-hmm. to me feels like it's, and it's treated this way too. It still feels like it's the author's book. And I, I just got lucky enough to, to illustrate it. Um, so I, I, I really, you know, ex- leave it to the illustrate or to the author to initiate any kind of uh, mm. promotion and, it, it, what he or she wants me to be part of, um, but mm-hmm. when I illustrate something I've written, mm-hmm. obviously complete ownership, and uh, you know it's something I'm I, because I have control of from from the start to finish. I mean, obviously the editor and art director will have something to say too, but generally it's it's mm-hmm. it's pretty much the way I see it from from start to finish, and and uh, uh, mm-hmm. there's just great pleasure in that. And it, and like I said earlier, it, it's the thing I've wanted to do all my life is to make stories with pictures. Mm-hmm. I I, 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 I think, I, I hope I give the same attention and uh, everything to both somebody else's book. I mean, I've got a book coming out this summer that I, uh, in fact, I just got a sneak peek of the Kirkus Review, which comes out in the couple uh, or next week, I think.
0: What? Do you want to talk no, about it? No, I can't talk, Are I can't, you can't, allowed? We're not allowed. I can
1: talk about I can say I'm smiling. Um, oh, <laughs> but the book comes out in
0: when is that coming it comes, out? So we it can comes just out in, in say June.
1: That. It was written, written okay. by uh, Liz Garden Scanlon, who I was thrilled mm-hmm. to uh, mm-hmm. illustrate one of her books. She's so good. And it's
0: so look out for Kevin's book with Liz
1: Garden Scanlon uh, and mm-hmm. in, in June. June. And it's called I, I Want a Boat. It's written in couplets. Um, it was a very challenging uh, manuscript for me, but I. I I think I did a really good job.
0: That yeah. sounds fantastic. I'm glad that you, you could announce yeah, that on this yeah. on this. I'm sure you're going to get get a lot of um, interviews and blogs about I it. So. And I can't wait to see I that. So. Again,
1: it's, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I don't feel the sense of ownership like I should. I mean, it really is the author's book first and then
0: my, my book. Well, I mean, yeah. as an author, you know, I, every time I have a book, I really can't imagine it exists without the work of illustrator, even though illustrators go through many people. We talk about it, the agent that, you know, see if they have time, you have time and they get you on board. But without you as an illustrator, I can't even imagine that book ever existing. So you have a big part of yeah, making I, that. And I realize that and I, that and yeah. I, I
1: know I I I know I'm an important part of the as an illustrator I'm a, a very important part of the book too. You know, It's and it's silly for me to to not feel ownership. I do feel ownership, but I don't feel like I have first ownership. I have, I'm kind of
0: Yeah, but but as an author and again I'm uh, I'm sorry to <laughs> uh, to interrupt but I really honestly I uh, nothing makes me happier than um an illustrator my illustrators of my books, or because it's not even my book; it's like our yeah. book. To to go out there and um, scream about the book, it's it's only going to help. The more, the better.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I yeah, I know that, and that makes total yeah. sense. But you know, yeah. trying to get it through my noggin yeah. is is another thing. Yeah. <laughs> and trying to feel that way. I mean, like uh, when when I want a boat comes out, I I probably will not arrange any you know promotional um, events. Uh, other than other than yeah. you know, I'm going to do one with Liz. Whereas with my books, I would I would generally do two or three events, and um, mm-hmm. of course, this is mm-hmm. pre-COVID too. Um, mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. don't know. It's just it's it's funny. It's mm-hmm. it's a goofy mm-hmm. it's a goofy way to feel, but you know, I can't stop feeling that way.
0: Since you started in the book industry, the children's book industry. Uh, what do you think has stayed the same in this business and what has changed drastically? If anything comes to your Holy mind.
1: Cow, stayed the same, not much. I think the whole industry, <laughs> uh, No, know, seriously, I think the whole industry is, is, um, is, is different. And I think, mm-hmm. um, I think it,
0: in what and, way, well, first, first way? of all,
1: when I, when I first started, mm-hmm. um, you know, submitting, you know, in the early mm-hmm. 2000s, um, you know mm-hmm. you, i made mm-hmm. actual paper dummies and i sent them out and um you know things were mm-hmm. done by mail and in fedex and uh, um you know it wasn't that long ago? it was only 15 years ago 16 17 right. years ago right but uh, mm-hmm. it, it was dramatically different now everything is uh, I, I haven't created a dummy in um In over 10 years or longer than that, probably, because we just do it on, you know, we do it digitally, create a PDF and just send the PDF uh, through email. Um, Mm -hmm. There's the tangibility of it. And this goes back to um, the the sketching too. the tangibility of it is 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 totally missing uh, for me now because I don't have Mm -hmm. I can't pick up illustrations and shove them in an envelope or anything like that. It's just it's just different.
0: That's one aspect of it. What, what else?
1: else? Well, and think? I think there's, um, I think there's uh, a move towards, you know, more important books. At least that's what I'm seeing. And and I, I tend to do silly and goofy. Um, so I um, I I want to, you know, I want to how how can I do something important? How can mm-hmm. I do something um, that will move people?
0: Well, what What do you mean by important? <laughs> Well, whether I feel now I feel like silly and goofy, I I don't think silly
1: and goofy will ever go away. But I just I just feel like, you know, people are uh, writing important books about uh, whether they're biographies or important books about the environment. Mm -hmm. You know, um, Mm -hmm. there's just I mean, I want to I mean, I think I wrote an important book.
0: But there's room for yeah, there everyone. Room for there everyone, needs to be I, room yeah. for everyone. Can you imagine if yeah. everybody wrote biographies yeah. or?
1: And I, yeah, I, it would not. It would not be fun. I mean, that you know, Ghost Cat was the first book that I wrote or that I illustrated, mm-hmm. wrote or illustrated mm-hmm. that didn't have monsters in it. <laughs> you know, if you think about that.
0: Well, but uh, Kevin, if, if if people are writing about biographies, and I may have one or two myself. It's because we don't have the talent to write the goofy ones. We want to write the goofy book. We can't do that.
1: Maybe it's the grass is always greener kind of thing.
0: It always is because I want to write fun, fun, lighthearted, gorgeous books that, and it, it just doesn't come out. Everything is like all this, you know, well,
1: that's, yeah. There, well so there's 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 another th- topic we could talk about real briefly and um just because yeah. it, it should be talked about is professional mm-hmm. jealousy yes i have it mm. i have it um we, we have to
0: have it it, it makes us yeah. grow
1: and um uh and but it's i i've never professional jealousy is different than um is does not come without full support either i mean I, I'm jealous of friends of mine that have uh, jealous of the kind of books they make, but I'm so supportive of their books, too. I mean, it's just me, it's too. Sort of, I me have, too. Uh, and, and as an illustrator.
0: Jealous is supportive is yeah. a total different new genre in the creative in the create right. uh, among creatives. Right. And I'm, <laughs> we're jealous and we're, and supportive, we're supportive of each other.
1: We're supportive first and then jealous. <laughs> yes. Um, but I get jealous of I mean I just pick up uh, I mean look at i I'm jealous on 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 you know a couple of ends of the the writing and the illustrating. Mm-hmm. but I mean, I'm just jealous of the silly things like people that have really great line quality in their illustrations. I go, how did they do that? What kind of brush are they using? I'm like no one' has.
0: Mm-hmm. How can I do
1: that? Well, mm-hmm. you know I, I forget that I have my own style and maybe people are you know mm-hmm. like my style too,
0: absolutely, uh, yeah. But, I'm jealous of everyone who can illustrate, see? Well, there you go, see? Okay. I'm an equal opportunity, jealous of everyone who can illustrate. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and jealous so. of people's
1: uh, sense of humor, uh, too. I mean, even though I, you know, I, I do funny things, too. I mean, I look at, there's, there's writers and illustrators out there that uh, I, um, that I just I go, oh my god! How come I didn't
0: think of that? <laughs> that's so funny! Oh my god, I want to write funny stuff so yeah. bad. There's, I think it's probably the hardest thing to write. You know, don't you think?
1: Uh, no, I think that's <laughs> the easiest thing. And and I just I just had a uh, I just had a revelation. Yeah, hmm. right here, right here on this podcast, I had a revelation. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe what? my what? maybe my past year, besides the COVID and everything, but maybe my mm-hmm. maybe my not being creative has been because I've been stewing about writing something
0: important. Hmm.
1: And important. important or making what a is bo- important. I mean,
0: or, I wanna, <laughs> I'm writing something well, important. Part, I want to write something <laughs> that
1: that, move, that moves <laughs> people. I, I, I liked I really liked when I did Ghost Cat. I and can't move. I people. can't.
0: Don't say that. That's just gonna make me laugh. <laughs> ghost, yeah. ghost cat is I awesome. know that's what I, I mean. That's it is gorgeous. It is effortless. It just poured out yeah, of that's... you. It just did I, that. You I know, that. don't go out there and go, I want to write something important. Well, then you're not gonna be able to write anything. That's what I mean
1: by <laughs> important. I want to write something, and important <laughs> is probably the wrong word, but I want to write something that no, moves. I totally moves people, know it too. You you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I know. And I wanna write something funny and I can't. <laughs> Dang, it. Everybody's everybody's like this though. You know, we always like, oh, we want to do this. Yeah. We wanna do that. Yeah. It's uh... and then when it's in when you look inside you, it's all yeah, in there. And, and... You don't have to do anything. You can only do <laughs> Kevin and I can yep. only do Mina. That's, <laughs>
1: and that's all I, that's what I that's what I'm gonna resolve to do. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna resolve to be Kevin for the rest of the year.
0: Yeah, that would be good. (laughs) We love that. We love Kevin. He's one of a kind. What other kinds of hopes aside from writing create like important stuff? (laughs) (laughs) What uh, no, but uh, but seriously, like in what areas of growth and learning do you wish to explore more? Like maybe about technique, or is it about maybe you want to like even explore other genres? Like are book animation i don't know I, what is there anything that you want well, a couple, couple to, yeah. of things
1: writing wise i've been um i've been uh mm-hmm. taking any number of uh poetry classes over the past year year and a half and i'm really enjoying that i love short rhyme
0: mm-hmm.
1: um i just i mean i'm really having a good time and i think i've, I've got some good stuff coming mm-hmm. on and in fact, I shared some with my support or my support group with my critique group last night and, and nobody booed. So mm. and then art wise, I'm I'm just really uh, tangled up in uh, collage right now. I'm just loving doing collage. Uh, and I'm mm. doing a, um, I mean, there, it, it, it's not like book stuff or anything like that. But it's just art for art's sake. And but now and, and I've been taking this class on writing and collage com- combined together. And so we're, we're writing, you know, different, you know, kind of poetry and we're, and then we're adding, uh, then we're, then we're creating collage, you know, from a line out of the poem or something. I mean, it's just, I'm really having a good time. It's, it's, it's been fun. And, you know, the nice thing about collage is that I am getting Mm -hmm. back there. and It's kind of traditional. I'm using my hands and, and uh, you know, so it's, it's more, Mm -hmm. more tangible art. Um, So I forgot about that. I am Mm. making tangible art.
0: So, it's filling that, you're filling that space up
1: that you've been wanting to. Yeah. And maybe I'm filling up the important writing part by with the poetry. I don't know, except some of it's pretty funny.
0: So, I love that because I think poetry is almost a a sort of a collage of language. Yeah. It's gorgeous what you're doing. I can't thank you enough, uh, Kevin, for your time and all the lovely points that you brought up and uh, before we leave i want to ask you because my podcast is about creativity creative life and creative thinking if you have any advice for people who want to create who want to write illustrate and become published
1: oh man i i you know what i, I give the same advice that that many people give and it's just you know Write mm-hmm. and write and write and read and read and write and write and write and read and read, uh, you know, and as mm-hmm. far as illustration, you know, always have a sketchbook. I should take my own advice. I <laughs> just do it. Is I mean, just keep doing it and doing it. That's all I can do. I, I don't really have any mm-hmm. great advice other than if you want to do it, you'll do it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There is no magic. No,
1: nope, there is absolutely bullet. no magic at all i mean it's it's magic when you do it but there's no magic mm-hmm. to get there
0: thank you so much for your time oh my gosh it then. was my
1: pleasure it was yeah. uh, it was a uh, wonderful to chat with you mina
0: thank you